five important things about baptism that everyone who's getting baptized, everyone who's observing a baptism should understand. The first is that baptism identifies the believer with Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection. It's a sacrament that proclaims to others your new life in Christ, your commitment to grow as a disciple of Jesus. Colossians 2 says, For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and you were raised to a new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. Number two, baptism is an act of surrender. By being baptized, we're declaring that we have turned from a life of sinful preoccupations and self-centeredness in order to serve Jesus with our whole selves. And that means placing our pride and our past, all of our possessions before Christ and giving up the desire to control and direct our lives as we see fit. In Acts 2, the Apostle Peter says, each of you must turn from your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Number three, baptism is a declaration. It's a public declaration. In baptism, we stand before a community and declare our intention to surrender and serve Jesus, who we acknowledge as our King, our Lord, our Savior. And so when you get baptized, you are boldly proclaiming that you are a Christian by God's grace and that you want to share God's love and truth with others. Romans 10.9 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Number four, baptism is a symbol of your death and new life in Christ. As a Christian, you have died to your old self, the old way of living, where you lived rejecting and ignoring God. And you've been given eternal life and eternal hope in Jesus. And the Holy Spirit now indwells you to will and to act according to God's good purposes. You're not declaring yourself to be perfect, but you are declaring your earnest desire to grow into Christian maturity and holiness and Christ-like character. Romans 6 says that we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. If we have been united with him like this in his death, we will also certainly be united with him in his resurrection. And baptism, fifthly, shows others and reminds you that you've stepped into a new identity and a new future, a new story. When you are baptized, you are symbolically dying to your old story and the scripts that have defined your life. And now you are positioning yourself in God's story. And his story is one of restoration and redemption of healing, of cosmic purpose, of unbreakable hope and sustained deep eternal joy leading into eternal life. And when you're getting baptized, you're setting aside the labels that others have placed on you. 
Maybe you were setting aside the labels that you've placed on yourself. And you're allowing Christ to define who you are on his terms, through his grace and love and truth. Galatians 3 says it this way, For all of you who were baptized into Christ have now clothed yourselves with Christ. So there's neither Jew nor Gentile, slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And so Cole and Jeff, after your baptism, as you change back into a fresh set of clothing, let it remind you that you have exchanged the clothing of your own your old identity for Christ's compassion, his healing, his love, his calling on your lives from this day forward. Cole and Jeff, it has been a true privilege to walk alongside you over these last few years, observing and seeing and hearing from you um, how God has been drawing you to himself. There are few joys greater for a pastor than celebrating the baptism of someone that you know and love. And I love both of you and appreciate you both so much. You've both taught me a lot. And I'm not, I know I'm not the only one. Uh, each of you have many people in your lives who have labored in prayer and invested much in the hopes that this day would come to fruition. We are rarely led to Christ by a single grand influence. Often, it is the slow, patient, persistent, loving kindness, an example of many people that God uses to draw us to himself, to reveal himself to us. But I asked one particular person who has labored and invested in both of you to share his heart with you this morning. And so I'd like to share his message with you now. Hey, Cole. Hey, Jeff. Greetings from Sarnia, Ontario. I'm just so excited that you guys are getting baptized today. And I wish I could be there to celebrate with you in person, but this will have to do for now. Jeff Strunk invited me to send a little message of encouragement to you guys on this special day. So I'll start with Cole. Cole, I first met you a few years ago when you started coming to church to explore faith a little bit. I remember you were at a point where you believed there had to be more to life. And we started meeting for coffees and lunches and working our way through Alpha, discussing the big questions of the faith together. You also started to come out to our young adult gatherings. And then this last summer, uh, we got to play some softball together, which Nelson Covenant, by the way, if you didn't know, he is a beast at. But through all of this, we became... Uh, I would say good friends, and uh, I am just so encouraged to see how far you've come, Cole. I'm excited that you've made the step to surrender your life to Jesus and to begin a relationship with God and to get baptized today. As I was thinking of you, this passage came to mind from 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. In your baptism, Cole, you're in a sense drowning the old you, and you come out of the water as a new person now filled with the Holy Spirit, adopted into the family of God, and live and living a new life. So congrats and welcome to the family. 
Jeff, man, I'm proud of you for making some huge steps in your life recently. It's been such a joy to get together with you and hear about both the joys in your life, like your beautiful family or your passion for golf or hearing about a renewed sense of purpose and a genuine desire to be the best husband and father you can be, but also in hearing about the struggles which you've so honestly shared. And I'm just encouraged by the real steps that you've taken toward health and healing and wholeness. And I'm so excited that you are getting baptized today as well. The passage that came to mind as I was thinking about you is from Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. It says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Man, you've got your family and your church family who are cheering you on, Jeff. Um, as you've made this decision to throw off all that hinders you and entangles you. So be encouraged and fix your eyes on Jesus. Don't lose sight. Keep running the race before you. God bless. All right. See you guys. Cole and Jeff, it has brought me uh, so much joy to meet with each of you and watch as you've responded to God's prompting and nudges, seeking him sincerely and thoughtfully and courageously and being open and willing and honest before God and before me and before others. And my commitment to you as your pastor is to continue to support you and equip you and encourage you as you begin this new stage of your life and journey. May God form you into the men that you are called to be for the glory of God and for the sake of the world. Uh, I'm now going to invite um, Jeff and then Cole to share their baptism testimonies. So Jeff, I invite you up. Hi everyone. Nobody talked about nerves. So yeah, my name is Jeffrey, and I was born and raised in a Christian family. My dad was a pastor, still is, and my mom has always been involved in church in many ways. I would go to church because I had, because I had to. It's all I knew when I was a kid. All my friends were there, so it was fun. I liked going. As I got older, the incentive for church was more or less to please my parents and to still hang out with my friends because they were still there. But I started developing an expectation of God. I needed the fruit of walking with him without the surrender, without the abandonment of my will. Life was on my terms. <laughs> so as the years went by, uh, no. See, I always believed in God, but I never really gave all I had to build a relationship with Him. So as, as the years went by, um, I would try all, all sorts of things. Drugs, alcohol, money, stuff, work, sports, etc. To chase 
this feeling of fulfillment, of accomplishment, of purpose, and of belonging. I was slowly getting everything I wanted in life, according to my standards. And so my pride, my ego, my self-centeredness was really thriving. Because I had done it. I did it. I got, every, I got this all on my terms. I did it. But in the back of my mind, there was always that feeling of emptiness, of not belonging, not, not being good enough, not being fulfilled. There's missing something. On top of that, I, was al I always struggled with addiction, alcoholism. I believed I was born with this disease, um, this obsession of the mind, and it's something I never wanted to accept. I always knew something was wrong because as soon as I opened one, there was um, an obsession for more and a phenomenon of craving that kicked in. But how could I be an alcoholic after everything I, I had done, I had built in my life? I now had to admit complete defeat because my life was becoming unmanageable. So my self-centeredness, my pride, my ego had to go because I had tried absolutely everything in my power to stop using and drinking. Alcohol was now not serving the purpose I had given to it anymore, of numbing my problems, the solution I had chosen for my problems. So here I am, 30 years old, amazing wife, the most amazing wife, amazing kid and amazing family, with everything I wanted according to my standards again completely defeated, broken, physically, emotionally, and spiritually bankrupt. I was left with two choices. One, turn my will and life, all of it, over to the care of God and ask for help. And two, lose everything, quite literally, possibly even my own life the direction I was going towards. Ooh. And so I chose to say yes to God. Thanks to Him. This is a very quick recap of my life and how I got to this low point. But the most important part for me to remember is that I wanted, to, I wanted God to guide my life on my terms. I wanted to be the director of my life. I was not re ready to abandon my life entirely to God and start seeking Him and building, strengthening my faith with Him. About two and a half months ago, when I decided to, say, to ask for help and to say yes to God, I looked up the definition of faith and it said, believing in God based on evidence or experience but without proof. And so that really got me reflecting on the fact that I needed to start seeking God to strengthen my faith, to build a relationship, 
As I said before, I always believed in God, but never truly abandoned my life to God. I never give him every aspect of my life and try to trust him and learn to live with him in the forefront of my life. I believe that God brought me to complete defeat to show me that without him, I will never be fulfilled. God did for me what I couldn't do for myself. There's nothing to prove, to earn. Jesus Christ came, died, and rose. For me personally, for you personally. And that hit me like never before. I am enough. You are enough. There is nothing to prove. I am approved by God. And so this faith-based relationship that God wants to have with me, I wanted to have with him. I want to seek him. I want to get to know him because he called me enough. I didn't need his approval. He already had approved me. And so today, before this church and God, I chose to say yes, to believe in and acknowledge what he has done for us. And that I am saved by his grace. And just like a marriage, I want to publicly show my commitment to that fact. The fact that Jesus gave his own life for my life, for your life. Therefore, I can rest in his kingdom and his plan for my life. So to the best of my ability, I will stay open to God's guidance in my life, willing to act and surrender to his plan, and be vigorously honest with myself, with God, and with this fellowship. In this new life given by God. And so faith without action is dead. And I also want to remember that it's not by my actions that I am saved, but by God's grace. Amen. Thank you, Jeff. Cole, I'd like to invite you forward to share... Good morning, everyone. Uh, mine will be slightly shorter than Jeff's. That was great. All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Cole, and I'd like to share a short baptism testimony with you all today. My journey to faith in Jesus has been gradual yet transformative. It wasn't a sudden revelation, but a series of experiences and connections that led me to this point. Two years ago, my mother, who has been very supportive in my journey, introduced me to Pastor Jeff. Little did I know that this would be the starting point of my journey towards faith in Jesus Christ. During these past two years, the people I've met within the church community have played a significant role in revealing God to me. The relationships I've forged have been profound and the support from the individuals I've come to know have been greater than anything I could have imagined. 
And these men, whom I now look up to, have demonstrated dedication and faith in me and others around me, and inspired me to explore my own relationship with God. My journey towards faith continued with the Alpha series, which Pastor Rick and myself worked through. Through these sessions, I began to understand more about Jesus and his teachings. It opened my eyes to what God's kingdom had to offer. I began to realize that in order to find true meaning in life, I needed to let go of my self-centered ways and strive to become a man who centers his life around serving God. I acknowledge that my journey is far from over and there is still much to learn and experience. I know that I'm far from perfect, but I'm committed to this path of discipleship, taking one small step at a time. With the support of this wonderful church community and my newfound faith in Jesus, today, through baptism, I'm publicly declaring my intention to walk this path and continue my spiritual journey. I would like to thank you all for being part of this important moment in my life. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I'm going to invite the worship team up, and we're going to now dismiss Cole and Jeff so that they can get changed uh, for the baptism, and we'll sing a song that allows them, yeah, you guys can head up and um, grab your stuff and uh, meet us back in here when the song's done. So I invite you to stand, and we'll uh, worship together. I 
believe in Christ the Son. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Our God is three in one. I believe in the resurrection that we will rise again. For I believe in the Jesus comes again, for I believe in the name. 